Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Mike Taylor Show. The only thing we have to fear is... Mike Taylor. Now. Oh, it's that hour number two. If you boys are just getting by the tuner. Thank you, man. It is the three o'clock hour for you boys that listen to us live. Not everybody does. If you listen to us live, I highly appreciate that. Maybe you are listening to the podcast, which is about to go over the four million streams mark here imminently. However you listen to us, we get credit for it all, so thank you, man. You can listen to us the old school way at Ticket 760. You can listen to us on that miracle that is the iHeartRadio app. Just put Ticket 760 in, and you'll be able to pull us up between the hours of 2 and 5 Texas time. And whilst we're on the air, you can leave us a voicemail by clicking on the red and white icon. It looks like a microphone down in the right-hand corner. And it'll cue you up, and you can leave up to a 30-second voicemail, and we get them all. And Puma will play him at some point, I guess, as we go. All right. So I left that to his disc- his discretion. Um, That's it. All right. So Taylor Trash will come down here at 320. It is People I Want to Punch Wednesday. We'll talk to Doc Garrett at uh, 440. Tom's in here. Punch the San Antonio Cotillion Committee members <gasps> and the bus and limo driver who drove the bus that carried my daughter in her class the other night. He drove like a maniac on IH-10, on IH swerving and cut three lanes so we could exit UTSA Boulevard. Yeah, the old the San Antonio shuffle. It sounds like he just <laughs> drove like everybody in this city. Yeah, but he did it with Tom's baby girl in the bus, and Tom ain't happy. The one and only Punch Sam Freeze for continuing to play Grammys audio. <gasps> when did you play Grammys audio? What did I play yesterday? yesterday? Yeah, oh. we played uh, Case of Musgraves. Casey. Yeah, oh. Golden's own covering Loretta Lynn. <laughs> and Andy had some hot opinions about her lack of ability to do justice to the great Loretta Lynn. I would suggest Andy's never heard of Casey Musgraves. He's the least into tunes of all the dudes I know. Which makes it a fun bit to play music for him. It makes it frustrating. That's exactly what it does. Uh, Just for that, we're mm. getting more Grammys audio in the cave. Oh God, God, we should. I forgot for baby. When are we gonna get some um, some voicemails? What are you talking about? We did People one yesterday. People want, want to hear a bunch. I guess we did one if y'all yesterday. Do good ones. We'll do them. And we asked uh, Andy about his theme song. He cram eighty seven. Once the schedule makers of the AAC feels like one of the only conferences that hasn't released its football schedule. That's a good one. Huh. wonder what the deal is on that. J-Bro's dad punched this bitch here. Always oh, he sent a picture of that Marjorie Taylor Greene thumbs downing the president of the United States last night. Mm. It's her right to do that, I guess. 
22 Roach punched Bill Millers for their tacos getting smaller and smaller. Oh, yeah. Did you see that go viral earlier this week? Are they, like, obviously smaller? Yeah. I haven't been over there. Well, it looked... It looked like a bit because the guy breakfast, was holding breakfast tacos. One. Yeah, it was a okay. breakfast taco. He was holding it in his hand, but it literally it was like this big. It was the size of like a silver dollar. Yeah, that must have been a mistake. Had to have been yeah. a mistake. But it's probably also a mistake to get your breakfast tacos from there to begin with. No, they're good. I like them. Should I punch Michael Irvin or the lady who is accusing him of inappropriate behavior? Well, let it play out. Unfortunately, Mike's not going to work now because of this. And again, this is one of those instances where if Mike did something egregious, then he should be dealt with in a fair manner. But if it comes to find out she's just some skank road lizard trying to get up in Mike's stuff and get him in trouble when he didn't do what she wanted, then her ass ought to be prosecuted. The NFL Network should apologize to Mike and give him his full compensation for the week that he's out there not working in Phoenix. Just saying. All right, let's move on. Mike Finger pointed out today in his column... And remind, I forgot I had forgotten about this because it led to one of my 20-minute rants why I hate LaMarcus Aldridge at the time. It was five years ago, same year that the Eagles last won the Super Bowl, when the Spurs were listed, publicly even, as one of the preferred destinations of one Kyrie Irving. Come on now, Spurs! Back in 2017 when Kyrie decided he didn't want to play in Cleveland anymore and forced his way out of there via trade. The Spurs were one of the franchises that came up. And I remember thinking, well, can't imagine why he'd want to leave Cleveland, but maybe he doesn't trust LeBron, and maybe LeBron's going to leave Cleveland too, blah, blah, blah. Of course, LeBron had already left, and Kyrie didn't want to be there anymore and just decided to get the hell out of Cleveland. He was, he was not going to have LeBron, and he's watching LeBron win titles with Miami and stuff. So in the subsequent years, he wanted out of Cleveland. And a lot of y'all gave him grief even then. And I thought, well, here's a pretty cerebral dude. Maybe he just wants to live in a cool city like San Antonio. Maybe he wants to play for Greg Popovich. Maybe he doesn't want to live in effing Cleveland. So I actually defended Kyrie at the time. But I don't, I'll never know. We'll all go to our graves never having known if the Spurs actually had any interest. They probably did. A guy that talented wants to play for you? I mean, yeah, you got to pick up the phone. But the reason why the Spurs could not make this trade is because we have effing LaMarcus Aldridge here, and Cleveland did not want anything to do with his ass, and it was the only way they were going to be able to make salaries work and any sort of value in return was to put Aldridge in a package that would go to Cleveland to get Kyrie Irving in here. And that's right. I remember going on a 20-minute rant about effing LaMarcus Aldridge costing the Spurs a chance to get better because no one wanted to play with that lazy bastard from Texas. God, how many years? The whole thing just got, just, you know, we'll, we'll all remember what Kawhi Leonard pulled, but I don't want us to forget the footnotes, too, that this franchise made a massive mistake by signing LaMarcus Aldridge. A massive mistake. And I'll argue with anybody, R.C. Buford to his face, over this. A horrible decision. And I would bet my left nut that they would do over again and not do it again if they could go back. They would not do this trade. Anyhow, had Kyrie been traded to the Spurs in 2017, I wonder if he would have been as hard to handle and as big of a pain in the ass as he's been in the subsequent years going to Boston and then Brooklyn. Mike Finger raised that question today. You know... I put a lot of value in those Spurs teams then. I put tons of value in the pop way and the Spurs way of doing things down here. The cerebral way in which they try to do that. 
And Kyrie prides himself on this cerebral man, on being a cerebral dude, which is silly because he comes off as an idiot most of the time. I think he means well. Uh, he's just just kind of an arrogant dude. He's just kind of a bastard. But I don't think he's a terrible human. He just does a bunch of stupid stuff. Anyway, what he had been is nearly as a big of a pain in the ass under Greg Popovich. I don't know the answer to that. Had he come in here and he and Kawhi Leonard meshed, does maybe Kawhi winds up staying? Because I don't think Ka- even Kawhi wanted the, probably the number one reason why Kawhi wanted out of here is because he didn't want to play with that damn Aldridge. And so Kawhi was very sorry in how he left and lying and throwing the Spurs medical people under the bus and going AWOL and refusing to play and lying. So I don't know. Maybe Kawhi Leonard would have left no matter what. Maybe Kyrie Irving would have been an a-hole no matter what. But we could have had a scenario where Kyrie had come here in 17 and played with a Kawhi Leonard. Maybe things go different. Maybe they don't. Maybe Kyrie Irving's just going to be a misanthrope all of his life. That's the best word I can come up with for Kyrie Irving. And Cleveland wouldn't take LaMarcus Aldridge, so it never, it never happened. So here are the Mavericks now with Kyrie Irving. He's 30 years old. He still has four or five good years left as a freaking all-pro. So he's a free agent, though, when the season's over. Unrestricted, right? <laughs> what are the Mavs doing? It's like getting in bed with Bernie Madoff. I mean, what I are mean, you doing? It's like Madoff gets out of prison and starts another, another bit, and you get involved with him. There's layers like, to what they're doing. Like though. Enron comes back to life. And, oh, cool, Enron. You know, let's, just, let's just jump in there. When are they gonna, is Cuban going to vacation in Kiev next, too? What are we doing? We've seen this guy long enough to know what he's going to pull up there. And I would counter with, and if, that, if it doesn't work out for the next three months, they cleared $45 million off their cap sheet. What is that? What is not working out? What does work out mean? Is there a scenario where he leaves? Well, they go to the conference finals. If they go to the conference finals and he bails and goes to the Lakers next year, was it worth it? I guess it depends on who they're bringing in free agency with all that money they're going to have. Because they're going to have nearly a max... uh, You know, max room available if he Mm. does walk like that. But I mean, I said it yesterday. I think it's... I think we could absolutely see... Exactly what happened with Kawhi, where he plays one year in Toronto, they win a championship, and then he leaves in free agency. I think even if Dallas were to somehow win a championship, Mm -hmm. I don't think that guarantees anything with Kyrie re-signing. Even if they won the title. Yeah, Yeah, I know. He'd be out. He'd be good. But if they win the title, so what? Right. Raptors fans will say, that's fine. We're good. He, we knew he'd leave, but hey, we won the title, so whatever. And honestly, Not that they're going to win the title in Dallas. But if they, I don't think they are. I don't think so either. But if they do, you could argue as well, that's the best case scenario, is win the championship this year, and then he walks out the door, and you have almost a max cap room yeah. in free agency this summer. And so you're not committing multiple years to Kyrie off of you know three months that led to a championship. Because you know, like you said, he's going to... He's going to wear out his welcome again, no matter where his next stop is. And you know me, I just want to win. And if I can't win, just entertain me, baby. And guys like that, while his skill's entertaining, nothing else about him is. He's the most skilled player Luka will ever play with. And it may suck. Luka may hate him. Hell, it may deter Luka's game. This guy wanting the ball every two times down the floor. It didn't deter LeBron's game when they played together yeah, in Cleveland. Yeah, many, many, many years ago. What are you going to do? He deferred to LeBron. 
We'll see if he does that with Luca. He didn't I defer to LeBron. He took the well, game-winning shot when it mattered okay, most in the one, championship. Okay, cool, but he... It was LeBron's team. Right, and that's... Is that going to be the case up there? Highly doubtful. Again, that's why I say I think best-case scenario is get what you can out of three months yeah. of him, and then... I think I'd rather suck a dingus-flavored lollipop than support Kyrie Irving, so... Glad it didn't work out down here. Fair. Yeah. All right, Taylor Trash is coming down next. Uh, we got more drama at zoos. A development on the zoo fiasco in the Metro Six, but now we have a development on a zoo closer to here. The zoo thing. What the hell? We'll, we'll, we'll do that coming up next. All right, RNR Auto Glass is there for your glass needs. They want to fix the glass in your vehicle. Uh, they want to repair it if it's been bursted, been cracked, whatever it is. And they also fix sunroofs, too. Some places don't fix sunroofs, which is crazy. But they fix it. If it's glass and it's busted, they'll fix it at R&R right there by the airport. 281 in a coma. Mention me, and they'll give you a Taylor Especial. And they take every insurance in America. So, yeah, good bit. And you put money into the local economy. Oh, no, by the way, they're right there by the airport. So no matter where you live in the city, they're easy to find. It's R&R Auto Glass. <laughs> Been happy lately, thinking about the good things to come, and I believe it could be something good has begun. Oh, I've been smiling lately, dreaming about the world at one, and I believe it could be someday it's going to come. Cause out on the edge of darkness, there is a peace train. I just wanted to hear that song, Tom. Been abandoned by Puma. He's out of the room. So they put a new snack bar uh, in the building, but it's on the third floor on a far corner or something. So he went haul balls and up there to get something to eat and didn't get back in time. Thank you for turning my mic on, Easy. Short thing. It's all good. Do uh, did you find something, Baba? What'd you get? Show me. Gardettos and crackers. Okay. Healthy lunch. Hey. We back already? Yeah, we've been back. We just heard pretty much half a peace train. Oh, damn. I missed yeah, it. He came running in here and turned the mic on and didn't turn on the right one. So it's been a fiasco. Good. It's good to know I was missed. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's how I keep him motivated. You see that easy? Make him feel <laughs> like he's part of the, I don't want him to get upset like Kyrie and not feel part of the team. Don't yeah, want him don't to go wanna, crazy. You don't want me to feel disrespected. And my work ethic not Correct. acknowledged. I don't want you to turn into Aaron Rodgers on me and go into a dark room for four days and overthink everything. Did you do a live read? Did I miss that? Uh, last segment I did, yeah. Oh, okay. No, I meant, R &R. I meant coming back here. Just no, making I don't sure. want to because it's a 60. I'm going to okay. go going out of the next segment. Just trying to keep everything in order. Okay, cool. Aaron Rodgers says that people need to stop judging him because he's going to do this dark room bullshit. Uh, as we talked about yesterday, he's now going to soul search and figure out if he wants to retire. So he's going to pay God knows how much money to go to some place in Ohio, I think, and literally stay in a dark room, self-induced, like, like maximum incarceration 
in a darkened room with no lights. They're just going to like put food under a door. Or I think he buried the lead there in Ohio, the yeah. place where all spiritual awakenings <laughs> begin, Ohio. Yeah, so uh, he's pissed because he's getting lambasted, rightfully so, and he replied, we're all on our own path and doing things like this helps me find a greater sense of peace and love for life. Love and respect to you, to the haters. Oh, God, I'm a freaking idiot. All right, I'd rather have a straighten up, no bulls, no frills, no overthinking dude like Tom Brady over the kind of loosey-goosey, deep, I got to go find myself every offseason type like Aaron Rodgers. Give me the uh, give me the give me the button up dude who's like a robot in his life. I want that. Like Aikman was a robot. Favre was a fun loving badass. He'd run around fishing and run around with no clothes on and stuff at the lakes in Wisconsin. Aikman was a robot of a human being while he played. Yeah, you want someone that you can predict what they're going to do. I need someone I can trust. You know that is the face of my freaking company. And then Rogers, that they never know what the hell he's going to do next. All right, it's three twenty two on Taylor Radio. Nothing us redneck girls like more than some hot, steamy Taylor trash. Mm? Mm. Well, we have developments. We have a, de- a, de- a development up at the Dallas Zoo. Well, we have more information anyway. This young man that got arrested for stealing animals has now spoken out. Have you seen any of the things he's been saying? I don't know that he's... I'm not sure if he needs jail cell... Or retreat. He seems crazy. And now we have another zoo in Texas that has been vandalized. Looks like a copycat bid. So we'll start with the Dallas Zoo. This 24-year-old young dude who was... He was the guy that's been stealing these animals. He's the one that the picture went viral of him walking around the Dallas Zoo eating a bag of Doritos. He is the one that did it. He's admitted to it. Stole two monkeys from their enclosure. And I'll do it again. And absolutely will do it again. So, says he stole the two monkeys and ran through a hole that he had cut in a fence and ran down and jumped on the Dallas light rail system to make his getaway. Did no one... Did we have the monkeys in a sack or something? I want to see what, I want to see what that looked like. This kid's name is Davion Irvin. Says he loves animals... And if he's released from jail, he is going to steal more of them. Oh, literally, he would do it again. <laughs> yes, that's what he says. That's spectacular. Well, unfortunately, he's disturbed, spectacular. obviously. So he remains in jail on $25,000 bond. Been in jail about a week. He got arrested because he was down at the Dallas Aquarium asking questions about fish. And they realize, huh, this is the kid that we saw in the picture at the zoo with the Doritos. And someone from the aquarium would call the cops. And the kid came clean. He's been charged with six counts of animal cruelty and two counts of burglary. So he told the cops that on the night of January 29th, he waited until dark, jumped a fence to get onto zoo grounds. And then cut the metal mesh of an enclosure and took the two emperor tamarind monkeys out of there. Then he took the monkeys, got onto the city's light rail system, what's it called, DART, and then walked to a vacant house that he knew and put the animals in this vacant house. So acting on a tip from the public, the police found the two monkeys, one named Bella, the other named Finn, two days later. 
at this empty house in Lancaster, which is a suburb near the zoo, about 15 miles away. Multiple cats and many pigeons were found in the same house. This kid's just going out collecting animals. He's nuts. In addition to dead feeder fish and fish food that had disappeared from a staff-only area of the zoo earlier in January, he, he was taking fish feed from the uh, zoo. So he, he, he was going in there a lot and taking stuff and finally got the nerve up to take these monkeys, and he took the damn leopard. <laughs> he took the. He says he's the one that took the leopard, Nova. But he put it back in its... Probably couldn't handle a thing. It's a okay. freaking leopard. Yeah, fair. A cut was found in the leopard's enclosure as the zoo launched an investigation, and they later found her near the habitat. She had come back to the habitat. He didn't. He couldn't get her to the. He couldn't get her off the property, and he said that he realized that he just he just wanted to pet her, and then realized, okay, this is a leopard. She's not going to just let me pick her up, stick her in my backpack. <sighs> Highly unfortunate. Sounds like a disturbed young man who needs help here. See, here's the problem, though. And see, my buddy Tim, our buddy Tim at the San Antonio Zoo, has, he's probably, he's no doubt had meetings with his staff. All right, let's, let's go on high alert here in case some dumbass in San Antonio wants to copy this idiot. I'm sure they've heightened security. Well, Houston needs to. So this morning... Houston Zoo employees discovered that someone had cut a four-inch gap in a brown pelican exhibit. The zookeepers on the grounds discovered the gap in the mesh of the habitat in the children's zoo where they keep pelicans. I don't think you want a pelican. I don't think you're going to be able to pick up a pelican. That thing's going to crush your head. That big-ass beak. Stomp on you with them big feet. Employees determined that the animals were still secure and unharmed. Although someone did try to cut a hole in the gate, some dumbass trying to do the same bit. And they're pissed. The, the statement says the Houston Zoo is prepared to prosecute to the fullest extent of the law allowed anybody who compromises the animals in our care. Right there with them. Is that kind of a dumb phrase, though? Because when are you not wanting to prosecute to the full extent of the law? Like, I, I'll prosecute half of the extent of the law. I've never heard anybody say that. Unless they say, oh, it's some, maybe the Dallas people are like, okay, this kid's clearly nuts. We won't file charges, but okay, that's clearly fair. he needs help. Clear. So we'll, we want him prosecuted, but not to the full extent right. of the law. Right, he don't need to be in general pop. He needs to be in therapy. I've just never heard the expression. I've always heard prosecute to the full extent of the law, but I've never heard prosecute, but only a little extent. Sure, it's a bit, it's a bit of a cliche saying yeah. it that way, I'm sure. Well, let me just say this. If anyone's within earshot of this show and you're thinking about cutting a hole in a gate at the San Antonio Zoo, please don't. The last thing we need are dumbasses that are just bored with nothing else to do that want to copycat the zoo guy. Kid's clearly crazy. He needs help. The animals are fine. I'm sure that the cats that he was keeping by the dozen in that house have been all, you know, sent to the pound or whatever and they freed the pigeons. <laughs> I'll say this, though. At least he wasn't out stalking like humans, like the idiot that wouldn't stop going over to Channel 4 and Channel 29 and messing around with Kimberly Crawford, right? At least it's, he's just trying to get animals. He didn't want to hurt them. He just likes them, he said. Poor kid. I can imagine he's He just wants in, to pet the leopard. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it starts. That's how it starts. Did you see the documentary of the dude who just wanted to pet the grizzly bears? 
Uh, yeah, how did that end, Corin? <laughs> I think they may have found part of his skull. Yeah, I think they mauled <laughs> him and shredded him to pieces. Yes, they did. Like a nice block of cheddar. Yeah, yeah. he looked like Swiss cheese. Uh -huh. yeah, so there was this dude, the bear whisperer, who that was... was a Herzog documentary, was yeah, it not? There, so he, sure. there was a guy years ago that was filming himself on YouTube. He'd go up to Alaska, spend every month, every nickel he had on trips to Alaska, and he would hike up into the wilderness in the Kodiak Mountains. Appropriately titled Grizzly Man. Yeah. The that's documentary. What he, yeah, he, yeah, and that's what he called himself on his YouTube channel. And he would literally hang out in grizzly like caves and campsites and hang out with them. And they're all like, what the hell? I think the bears were so taken aback for the longest time, they didn't do anything to him. He'd pet them and stuff. He'd lay down with them and take naps. Grizzlies in the Kodiaks. Timothy Treadwell was Ted his Treadwell. Name. And eventually, one of those bears decided to eliminate Timothy. And he did. Imagine the scene in The Reverend with Leo DiCaprio, but worse. Because Timothy was devoured by the bear. And there was a documentary that was made about his life in end times called Grizzly Man. Pretty good documentary. Pretty good documentary about a very disturbed man. And I can only, I'm seeing this, at this with this kid in Dallas and... He's only 24, so Godspeed to him. Hopefully he can recover. I don't think he needs to be in jail. He probably just needs some serious help, but he's of age, and how are you supposed to get him help? I don't know. So we'll see what happens with him and his issues. Just stay his ass out of the zoo already. And nobody be going to our zoo either. You're an idiot. All right, so there's there's Taylor Trash today. All right, you and I are going to give an opinion, I think. I'm going to ask you for your opinion. I think we're going to agree and it's most likely going to hack off a bunch of our listeners. But we don't get paid to make our listeners laugh. Well, a little bit. We don't get paid to smoke sun. We don't get paid to pump sunshine up their asses. I'll, I'll say it that way. So LeBron James is now the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. Did you know he's also fourth all-time in assists? Yep. And he's not going to pass CP3, I don't think, unless he plays till he's 42 and CP3 retires. Uh, no way he'll catch Jason Kidd. No way he'll catch John Stockton. I don't know that anybody will ever catch John Stockton. But LeBron James, for you to be the all-time leading scorer in NBA history and your fourth in assists, you've had a pretty decent run in your career. I think we agree on that. This dude plays for a Lakers team. Let's just look at this, look at this year. He's 38 years old, and he's an MVP candidate, for God's sake, with a Lakers team that's got more leaks than the Iraqi Navy. Anthony Davis is too much of a pizza. We knew that going in. I'm stunned that they had any success at all with Anthony Davis because Anthony Davis is a pizza and doesn't want to put the work in that somebody like LeBron does, and that's why there's animosity. And so last night when LeBron breaks the record, Anthony Davis is sitting with a 1,000-mile stare on the bench and not even didn't even stand, didn't even look at the shot. While all those Lakers teammates, is, while all his teammates were running onto the court to celebrate with him, AD just sat there looking at like nowhere. Dude, F you. You couldn't make it work in New Orleans. You can't make it work with LeBron. Hell, even Kyrie Irving made it work with LeBron. And now you're upset. What the hell does he have to be upset about, by the way? He stays hurt. 
they're, he's lucky he's still there in the position he's in now. I think his company line was he was just upset about being taken out of the game, but that's not true because oh, even in the post-game, he was still showing no celebratory tone whatsoever. Zero sense of reality. It is a massive problem in our world today. And the moron that edited our Wikipedia page is another example this week that some people just have zero reality in their head. They just create narratives. Puma, don't, don't, don't bother looking at the Wikipedia page. Puma took it off. It is unbelievable how many human beings live in a sub-reality world. And I guess if you talk yourself into something enough, you actually believe it to be the gospel when it's absolutely the, the opposite. LeBron James is the all-time leading scorer. He is fourth all-time in assists. He is an MVP candidate at 38 years old. He has won multiple championships in multiple cities and has done it all as the chosen one in the internet era. He is a metaphysical human being. I am a Gen Xer. I was born in 1974. I graduated high school in 1993. Me falling in love with the NBA came from about 1986, 87 and then by the 90s, when I was a, in a teenager and then in my 20s in college, that was my apex fan, uh, NBA fan man. I'm a Gen Xer from the 90s. And watched every single one of the Chicago Bulls games in their sixth championship run in the 90s. Mike was on TV every single week, so watched him a ton. Got to see him in person uh, twice, which was one of the two... If, you had to, if I had to write down the 10 biggest highlights of my career doing this for a living, two of them are the two times out of, if you, I get the top 10, two of them will be me getting to see Michael uh, Jordan. The first time that I saw Jordan in person, I was standing courtside talking to somebody, and he was in his last year with the Bulls. I think it was 96, 97 maybe. And they come onto the court, and there's Michael Jordan. And I just, I just dude, I just like, I'm probably 50 feet from him as the Bulls took the court. And I just like stopped down the conversation I'm having. I look over at him and I'm like, oh my God. I mean, I knew I was going to see him. But then to see him, it was like seeing the Beatles. And I was like, oh my God, that's Michael Jordan. Oh, and he's not on TV. He's in front of me 50 feet away. Oh my God, he's going through the layup drill. I had a blank on. It's Michael Jordan. LeBron James is the greatest basketball player I've ever seen. And honest to God, I guess there's a debate, but I'm not sure how there's a massive debate on this. As a Gen Xer from the 70s who grew up in the 90s, LeBron James is the best basketball player of all time. Do you agree with that? I think you do. I do, but the points of debate would be, you know, LeBron has lost, what, six NBA finals? So? How many has he played in, man? Ten. Okay. He's won four of them for three different franchises and been the MVP in three of them. And he never three-peated. So? Doesn't have as many all-NBA defensive team so, awards. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, no, I know, but th I mean, that's that's still the argument. not going to convince me otherwise. You talk about him being fourth in assist. He's also going to finish his career top thirty and probably top twenty-five in rebounds sure. as well. Yeah, and Kareem, Le I think Le LeBron. You mean? I think correct. Yeah, yeah LeBron, yeah. and I think Kareem is third on that list. Just in comparing, yeah. and like, I, it's so stupid. Is we're, we'll follow that that tip. I, I, when we fall into that dumbass comparing NBA player trap that so many radio stations and shows do, 
I always acknowledge that it's dumb, but I, I hope that we give, I hope that we're a little bit more mature and less radio blowhard, throwaway, killing segment guy when we debate where guys stand all the time because they guys play different positions. Comparing centers to point guards is always stupid. Um, I, I hate putting together lists. I wish we could do it by position. But, man, I've seen LeBron in person a lot. Saw Mike in person twice. That, that, not, that that makes me, that, not that that makes me some sort of authority. You know, I, I, I'm like a lot of guys my age. I grew up in what I consider to be the heyday of the NBA. You look at the, the, the legends in the last 10 years alone that have retired from that league. That's the, that's the league that I loved, and that's the one I grew up in, where every team seemed to have a rock star. No matter who was in town, hey, you got Mavs tickets. You want to go to the game? Who are they playing? Oh, uh, they're playing Sacramento. Oh, okay, well, at least they got Mike Bibby, and yeah, they got, they've, they've got C-Web. Everybody had a rock star. There were so many like just iconic household names in those, in those days. And the NBA hopefully will get there again. It's a bunch of young kids with a lot of talent. I hope it blows up. We'll see. There's never been more talent ever in the league than right now. Collectively, Collectively. but not the household names. We don't have that. I t- we don't. We just not. Uh, we don't. Outside of your watch it's every even night, more bubble, so we don't. because of social media. No way. These guys are absolute. Ja Morant w- would be is the most okay. viewed star in the league, and he's 23. I'm sorry that I'm sorry, but we didn't have views in in 2002. That's I couldn't, couldn't tell you what the views were. And be. I think that's what I'm saying. The rosy glasses. Of, go back and watch 90s NBA basketball and tell me that's a about, better not, version of the game. I didn't game. say that. I said, I said everybody had a rock star. No, no, no. But you were going names. back. To, right. But I think, I think if you really go back and look at those rosters from the 90s, I mean, the household names you're talking about don't really hold much weight to the guys that are the household names now. There are not many household names today in this league. Is is Jokic a household name? No. I don't think he so. He won an a MVP. household name? He won the MVP. That's a I know. How, how do you <laughs> I know him. I don't think he's a house. He's not Carl Malone. No, you're right. Since, let's talk about his franchise. Let's talk about Carl Malone probably had a hell of a bigger Q rating than foreign-born Nikola Jokic, who's awesome, and I love watching him play. But I'm not going to sit up here and say he's a household name. Nikola Jokic is absolutely a household name. No way. You win an MVP so. and you're a household name. No, I mean, you're not. Is, oh, is Giannis a household is this, name? This turned into, I, I wanted this to be LeBron's better than Mike. Now it's turned no, into us arguing off No, because now you've tried to tell NBA. me a former MVP is not a household name in He's America. Not. Russell Westbrook's a bigger name than Nikola Jokic. He's a bigger name for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's another guy. He's a rock star. If I tell you but I got Spurs Chris tickets. Bibby, to, or, I mean, like, Mike Bibby was I met was Chris not, Weber. Yeah. Yeah, Weber. I don't know why I said Bibby. Um, Chris Weber. Was Chris Weber more of a known star than Nikola Jokic right now? I think maybe. I guess if you count in Michigan, you count in the college years. An American you count kid, in, black yeah. kid from America. Yeah, I think so. Jokic is a foreign guy who plays in Denver. I don't and think Ja. That. I love Ja Morant. He plays in Memphis. 
If he were a Nick, he'd be a household name. I don't think John Moran... Again, is, you're talking about the guy who has the most impressions on the internet of any NBA player not named LeBron. Yeah, but every anybody... I can give him an impression right now if I want to on my phone. I don't make him a household name. I think that's the definition of what makes someone a household name is if you're mm. constantly seeing their name or their videos or their highlights. I don't agree with you, you at all. Like, at all. Like, not even a skosh. Well, what makes a household name to you, then? Um, if it's not... Just, I don't know. You know what you see it. Okay, you Jerry. Just do. All right. You just do. We agree, LeBron. I'm going to eat my crackers. I think you are an NBA defender. But I think, you, I think sometimes you get in your NBA bubble because you watch every day. But I don't... I just... Guys my age don't watch it every day. When the Spurs get good again, we'll come back. I, I would if you had told me Singwin with the Rockets is not a household. Who? Exactly, that's not a household name. But a dude that won the MVP in the league last year mm -mm. is Joel Embiid a household name? Um, I think he's more popular than Nikola Jokic. Probably more popular, but it, uh, plays in Philly. Is he a household name? Okay, here's a bit Maybe. for the future. Let's, we're do gonna, let's do Man on the Street. We're going to call my mom one day and just l give her 10 NBA names and see. All right, I have no idea if your mom watches the NBA or not. No, I mean, she watches. We should go to a Spurs game and ask fans going fair. into an arena. Let's go to a bar one night this week. Oh, dude. The guys at McFinnigan's, half them dudes don't know who the hell Nikola Jokic is. I, half of them don't know who 80% of them know who Nikola no We are so late. All right, let's do a bit. Let's, let's, we're going we're gonna, to... Dang it, I was hoping to piss off Thunderdome with my LeBron takes, but now it went this way. That's fine. Let's, we'll do a McFinnigan survey. It's on Saturday. We're going there to ride the bus. Let's get there 30 minutes early and do a survey. Perfect. All right, you come up with the names. And I got to prove for I got to see the list before we go and present this to the Thunderdumbers and we'll roll on it. All and right, LeBron's still the best player of all time. No question. He's better than Michael Jordan was. All right. Speaking of McFinnigan's, we will be on there. We'll be catching a bus on Saturday, going to the fights. I think we should get there early and do a bit because if we do get there early, we'll be able to partake in any one of the 25 plus beer selections they've got. All the liquor on the planet you could ever think of, they got it in there. And they've got. Any pay-per-view UFC fight. So if there's a fight you want to watch, but you don't want to pay for it, and you don't want to go to most bars that pay a cover, or you mean we have to pay a cover, go to McFinnigan's on 410 and Blanco. They don't ever charge for a cover there, ever. It is McFinnigan's, the official bar of Thunderdome at 410 and Blanco. Thunderdome Zone, it's McFinnigan's Bar. <laughs> Jose's in here. Punch Sam Freese. The NBA isn't worth watching these days. Kawhi Leonard's <laughs> jumped the shark. James Harden couldn't adjust to the updated rules to decide which team he wants to play for. Westbrook builds houses for the poor with all them bricks he chucks. And now, even Ja Morant's now bringing hoodlums to the games to point laser sights at opposing teams' players. I'm sorry, I didn't hear a whole lot of basketball critique there. I just heard you mentioning guys that are barely on the fringe of top 20 in the league. Is that what he said that, that they, was he did? His his buddies were pointing laser beams at other guys? Uh, there might have been a red dot that showed up on a Pacers staff member two or three. I want to give a shout out to the independent uh, pool and spa 
committee. This is a group of a bunch of people that run pool and spa companies in town. They have teamed up to be a sponsor for the barbecue with $1,500 they have given us today. Thank you very much to George and everybody uh, at the Independent Pool and Spa. George runs JM Pool and Spa. It's a family-owned and operated company, and he's a big supporter of our YouTube endeavors. And he's a member of an organization of pool owners, and they've collectively given us 1500 bucks. And we're going to have a cool zone this year. Could have had that last summer, but we'll take it this year. With the barbecue coming down on April the 1st, we'll have a cool zone. And they're going to be the ones that put it up, and that should be a hell of a lot of fun. Pretty cool, man. All right, segment brought to you by Roof Fix. If you were in the market to do anything with your roof, the place you should go to is my boys over at Roof Fix. Uh, roof Fix does solar as well. They're the only roofing company in town that also does solar. So whether you need just, you know, roof tune up, get some stuff fixed, a whole new roof. They got a real good special right now on metal roofs, which I really like how those look. They lo- I've always loved metal roofs. They got a hookup for Thunderdome. And oh, by the way, they'll do solar as well. Hit them up at 210-FIX-ROOF or RoofFixSA.com. Uh, so yeah, so thumbs up to, um, independent pool and spy and thumbs up to the Soviets too, but, and thumbs up to you, George. Thumbs up to the city of Dallas. <laughs> Leland's in here. <sighs> Want a punch? Deep breath. FBI counterintelligence official Charles McGonagall, who has been indicted and arrested by the feds for conspiring and violating U.S. sanctions against Russia. McGonagall was one of several FBI agents investigating then-President Trump on colluding and plotting with Russia to steal the 16 election. From Democrat mobster Hillary Clinton, McGonagall finds no evidence on Trump colluding with Russia, yet gets busted for plotting with Russia on scamming America. Thank you, Leland. That was a lot. Ernest is in here. Punch people and families that have phones and iPads at their table while eating. Put that S away and enjoy your company. Oh, I've gone full it's, circle it's, on that. Give up parenting. Just give you throw your kid an iPad and let them check out for dinner while but you, you know eat peace. You know what it prevents? My dinner from being interrupted by some idiot kid crying mm. or throwing a fit. So I I'm... For the longest time, I would walk in and be disgusted when I just saw entire families with screens in front of their face. Mm -hmm. And now I walk in and I'm relieved because I know it will be a peaceful meal. I agree with you to an extent. I think that there needs to be an age limit on that. At some point, though, you need to set up and join us for dinner. You're 10 years old. You don't need to be on your phone. Again, at at four, That ain't my 10-year-old. I'm happy as long as they're quiet and out of my... Well, you are, but as a dad, if it's my kid... I want my kid engaged. And if my kid can't engage at 10 years old with me at dinner, we ain't going. I'm not going to take him. Screw it. Four years old? Yes. Do whatever by any means necessary. Keep your kid quiet. Carlos, punch the leaders of KSAT for not giving Greg Simmons the chance to speak uh, to his fellow San Antonians and Jeff alumni to own up to his mistakes and do better. You honestly think he wanted to resign, yet Councilman Perry almost, oh, I'm done, never mind. Hashtag free Greg Simmons. Thank you, Carlos. Well, maybe his lawyers told him not to say anything in public. We don't know the story with Greg. But if you want to punch KSAT for make it for basically, probably heavy-handing him into a resignation, I think that's, until we know the whole story, I see why KSAT would get criticized right now for being so quick to dump a guy who's given you 42 years of his life. Chad, punch Marjorie Taylor Greene for acting like a <laughs> child during the State of the Union. 
and Stuart Scheller for attending the State of the Union as he has zero place in American politics, foreign policy, or a say in how the military should operate. Rockhead says, punch the commissioner of the NBA. The thing's gone full-blown unwatchable now. <gasps> I don't want to get painted Any as some reason NBA hater. Just... No. Okay, well, way to, way to lay out your argument there. Well, I think people know when they're bored and when they don't want to watch something. You want all these. I think if the Spurs were competing for a championship, there wouldn't nearly be as much people talking about the NBA being unwatchable. No, and I didn't say that. I said there's not as many household names, and I said I hope it gets to that point again. I think there's some good young kids in the league. I wish Ja were a Nick. You know, I know that probably makes me a bit myopic, but hey, man, you know, keeping the NBA's greater good. And my whole point is, you don't have to be a Nick anymore. It's not the '90s. You don't have to be a Nick or a Laker. To be a household name, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think I agree. I just think he's not. And a back-to-back MVP is not a household Nikola name. Nikola Jokic? No, no way. No, no. I mean, he's only back-to-back MVPs. So what? Still not a household name. I don't think. If we do our bar bit, half of them may know who he is. It's the, the question has to be: How do you want to? How do you want to propose the question to Thunderdome? Who is Nikola Jokic? Go. Go. Okay. It's that simple. Not, Who is Giannis Antetokounmpo? Go. Okay. Who is Joel Embiid? Giannis is a household name. I think. You think you have to think about it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Giannis Antetokounmpo does not show up on Good Morning America, and they all know who he is. You're not. I just don't think. I don't think you're going to see Giannis Antetokounmpo on Fallon. We don't have like massive Hollywood curating Kobe Shaq type guys in the league anymore. Not not as many as we did ten years ago. I didn't mean it, but that doesn't mean the league's not better. You take it as me saying the league's not better. No, I'm no, just no. telling you we don't have as many famous household names. No, I think those are two separate conversations. I think that I think both of them. I think the league is absolutely better than it was in the '90s, and I think there are more household names now than there were in the '90s. The ball that gets played today is the ball my dad bitched about not being played in the '90s. Is Jason Tatum a household name? No. <sighs> Is Luca? Um, a little closer than Tatum, I would argue. Is, is Luca closer than Jokic? Yes. Why? I don't know, but it is. <laughs> I don't know, but it's, you just do. You it's just know. It's a feeling. Yeah. It's just a. Luca's it, never been on Good Morning an, America. He's never done the late night talk show circuit. It's an observation from watching it. Some and I'm on the internet all day long, and we do a show. My gut tells me Luca's more popular than Nikola Jokic. And you ask me why, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm way more aware of Luka Doncic than Nikola Jokic. I just am. I think Luka probably is more of a household name, but I think they're both household why? names. Oh, I turned it on you. Why do you say that? Uh, because he had a much higher pedigree. He was a third overall pick. He started for Real Madrid when he was 16. His highlight sure. videos from whenever he played Euro he's on League TV more. had millions of views. Everyone knew who he was on draft night. All Everyone right. except the... Maybe that's what I. Maybe that's why I'm, I feel that way, too. Just don't know Kings it. But I thought he my, was going to be... My feeling. You know it when you know it. You just do. And as much as 
it drives me insane when Jerry says that. It drives me insane when you're saying like, there's no. Uh, it's a feeling I have, I have. I have no data or anything to support it. It's just a feeling. Who's the best New York Nick? Uh, right now, I'm. I mean, either Jalen Brunson or. Uh, <laughs> okay, this is proving your point. <laughs> Julius Randle. That's a problem. The Knicks need a star. KD is a bona fide star. Kyrie Irving is a hell of a lot more famous than Nikola Jokic. He never won back-to-back MVPs. No, but he's won he's a title. He's in the news a ton. He's won a title with LeBron. He's in the news a ton. Jokic's just a head-down dude who doesn't... So what I'm hearing is Jokic... Speaks English as the third language and Jokic plays in Denver. needs to spout some hot... Needs some anti-Semitism yeah, from Nikola Jokic. If you want to be a household name. However you get there, I'm telling you there's not as many. I mean, Latrell Sprewell was a household name. Nah. No, he was. Once he attacked his coach, he was a household name. Yeah, but then that, that was fleeting. It went away. Rando, Rando housewives forgot the name once he, they saw the news cycle and it was over. All right. This is, how, this is how it went after we tried to argue that LeBron's better than Mike. And he is, by the way. And now it's turned into the NBA sucks versus Puma. I, and I'm not arguing that, by the way. I don't think it sucks. I just don't think that we have the we don't have the legends in the league that we did. That can't be debated, by the way. I'm not sure we have with this debate. All right, Man Entertainment News is next at 20. Hi-yo. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.